Welcome to the Encompassing Podcast, the show where two lifelong friends talk about things that lifelong friends talk about. I'm Barrett, and this is Pearson. This is episode five. Yeah, sure. That's what we decided, right? It's whatever episode you want it to be, so episode five will work. Episode? Uh, yeah. We've made it through five of these things. We're making it. I've managed to... I haven't made it through yet. <laughs> don't, don't jump the gun. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right, so as far as, like, news goes what do we have going on in in the world today well i thought you were gonna ask me how my day and week has been but that's all right nope. i don't want to tell you anyways no we're skipping that yeah exactly um news actually talking about how day was so i get up at like 5 30 this morning um never do that but i am like dying for some water so I go get some water and i'm back in bed and i'm reading this article and i can't go back to sleep and i get a breaking news that the FAA has grounded all flights in the U.S. because, like, they had, like, nationwide system crashes in different areas. Um, and so they couldn't fly anything because you don't know. They're going to, you know, you got to track the planes and all this. And so because the FAA, this is on Wednesday morning. I know that this will release on Thursday, but it's on Wednesday morning. So the they grounded all these flights. Um, that was, like, 530 in central time. And they didn't resume until, like, 850 central time. And so you're thinking, a th- what is that? Like a two and a half hour window? No, that's more than yeah. that. It's almost a three and a half hour window that no planes were able to. No planes are. So it's not, and it's not even just those planes that are obviously going to get delayed. It's all the planes that are now getting pushed because now these planes that to take off at their flight times. It was a major, major deal. Um, I can't imagine being in an airport and hearing like we've grounded all flights in the United States. I couldn't imagine being in an airplane. I hate airplanes. I, I've i been on something like six airplanes in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And I hate it. I hate it so much. It's awful. It's not that bad. Um, I, I, I hate it a lot. What are you afraid of? I just, you afraid of it well, crashing? I, well, it, like, so I know statistically you're much more likely to, to crash in a car. You're much more likely to get like struck by lightning than your I think plane more people, crashing. I think more people get killed by donkeys each year than die in a plane crash. I didn't say I wasn't scared of donkeys. I'm pretty scared of donkeys, too. <laughs> you should be scared of donkeys but, there. Like, I don't know what it is about the human brain that still – is just like it's like the primal brain in me when I see an airplane in the air. I'm like, whoa, like I like my caveman brain kicks in, and I'm like, that's not possible. And that's... so when I'm in one, I'm like <laughs> this definitely isn't possible. I think it's, it's the fear to happen. You, you could have really you can't. I, if something were to happen, I really couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, it's a it's, maybe it's a fear of not having control, but I have to say this, and this goes back to a previous argument that we've had. If Helen Keller can fly an airplane, then um, I think it's going to be okay. We're not starting this. Helen Keller <laughs> didn't fly no airplane. And that's what I said. Like, we looked it up. She didn't fly an airplane. It was like an ad, it was like an ad uh, stunt. What do they call those? Publicity stunt type deal. It's like an ad thing. She just got in the cockpit for a few seconds and held it for a minute or two. You, you, I mean, as long as she didn't like 
really do anything, nothing was going to happen. She was set. They trusted her to do that. But she they did. Trusted for, her to she do did that. for a little short amount of time fly an airplane. This, That's you, but awful. see, this you you were you were arguing that Helen Keller didn't even exist. Um, because if she flew an airplane, that means she she had or she, if she you didn't argue she didn't exist. You argue she wasn't blind and deaf if she was flying an airplane. Um, if you're flying an airplane, <laughs> blind and deaf, that's two of your six senses just gone. Six senses. It's five senses. Five senses. Six senses if you count that that movie where the guy could see dead people. Six sense, uh People say I have a sixth sense for them. Yeah, you only have five senses. Helen Keller only had three, and she flew an airplane. And technically, she didn't really talk that well either. So you would really think, but talking isn't well, talking a sense. Is, talking isn't a sense. That's We're your sixth sense. There you <laughs> and that's your sixth sense. That's for you. That was for you. You were trying I to think, come up with a sixth sense. I was helping you out. I think sixth sense they, is like spatial awareness, I believe. Now, it's your spidey sense. Your spidey yeah, I mean, sense essentially, yeah. Sense. Yeah, that would exactly. be spatial awareness. But yeah, but... so that was, that was, the airplanes were grounded this morning. I mean, tragic for anyone sitting in an airport. But um, it's, it's Helen Keller flew a plane one time. Maybe they should have got her to run. The, I mean, I know she's dead yeah. now, but that would make no sense. If um, you, I mean, go for it. In other news, um, you were telling me. So, like, I've been promising for two weeks that I'm going to go watch this Coffee Zilla thing about Logan Paul and have yet to do it. Um, and then you were sending me this other thing about Logan Paul's apology video. And then you sold me that Logan Paul retracted his, not apology video, that was his rebuttal video. You told me that Logan Paul attracted his, retracted his rebuttal video? Right. So, this is this is probably the biggest thing going on in the internet right now. Uh, with the whole crypto zoo, whether or not it, it was a scam, whether or not anything's happened. And so Logan Paul, a few days ago, has retracted his statements, said that he had false information, and also retracted his lawsuit. And okay. that is uh, as far as I've seen so, from so he- today. He said he had false information, like he was being misinformed by someone on his team is what he's claiming, basically? Yes. Okay. So may- maybe CoffeeZilla was more – it's still an interesting thing because from well, what you've told me, it feels like he was still attacking Logan. And Logan still feels like almost apologetic that it's happened this way. Well, this is this is the big thing and, and the reason a lot of people think he retracted his lawsuit and apologized is because – the only leg he had to stand on in terms of uh, in terms of a lawsuit, in terms of yeah, something yeah. else, is that he says that CoffeeZilla did something illegal, which was record a phone call with Logan Paul's manager without Logan Paul or without uh, without his permission. And so he probably did have permission, I guess, at this point. He did not have permission. However, Texas, where CoffeeZilla lives is a one-party state. You can refor- record phone calls without anybody knowing. Okay, gotcha. So he didn't break the law. And I know he was like talking about a defamation lawsuit, but those are extremely hard to win because right. you get a, that they were purposefully denigrating your character with knowledge that they were what they were saying was wrong. All that's extremely hard to prove. Um, 
We saw that with the whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard case. So, um, nevertheless, that is is interesting. Logan Paul retracted. Um, I saw Jake Paul was going to fight some more this year. Uh, something about UFC or not UFC? It's some MMA. It's some MMA. His own MMA. Yeah, exactly. Basically, trying to take down the UFC because the UFC doesn't pay their fighters. Allegedly, they do pay their fighters. They just don't pay them as much as you would make another thing. But you get the security of the structure and organization that the UFC comes along with the UFC, right? So it's that whole age-old question, like, I'll take less wages for the notoriety and for to be a part of the elite club, or do I want to get paid? It's the whole Cristiano Ronaldo, right? He went to Saudi Arabia and making a ton more money, but he's obviously hit as as far as his influence and, and stuff like that has gone down. The same thing happened with that golf thing where there was a – I think it was a Saudi company that was opening up a golf thing um that were taking players away from the pga like it's 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 always we're gonna offer you more money to bring you over here but you're gonna lose some of that prestige and notoriety that goes along with being a part of those big organizations i think this this might have been just a clickbait article but i thought i remembered seeing an article head that said that saudi arabia where cristiano ronaldo is living uh, they're making an exception to one of their laws, allowing him to live with his wife, girlfriend. Okay. Something that like that. Doesn't surprise me because again, it's all about money. They're, and they're, they're making an them. exception to their law. They do this all the time. I mean, you know, it, it countries do this. All, I mean, South Korea um, contemplated making an exception to their law to allow BTS not to have to serve any military time. But then BTS came out and was like, we want to do it anyways. And so they went ahead and did their mandatory service time. But countries, like for big money-grabbing, celebrity, athlete, actors, singers, like the countries are definitely willing to make exceptions. Um, I mean, unlike, go ahead. Let's be honest. If Brittany Griner was not a celebrity – She's not home. She right now. might have been in there. What? She's she won't be home right now. She wouldn't be home right now if she wasn't a celebrity. Yeah. Um, then we would we would still be trying and all this, but it would not be as high profile. It wouldn't be as big. I doubt she'd be even home at this point. Yeah. But you know, that's just the way the world works. If you're a more important person in terms of, you know, <laughs> your clout. Whatever. Clout, I guess you could say, yeah, that would uh, you get special privileges. It's just how the world works. That's how it's always worked. The biggest people, the people that make the most money, the people that do the most uh, for for our entertainment are often looked mm-hmm. at in favorable light. Um, even like the the Roman gladiators. So you got your AirPods. Um, low down the charged. The full charts low down on the other earbuds is uh, the reason they died is because somehow your girlfriend had convinced you that they didn't need charging, which makes no sense at all. Not that they didn't need charging ever, but that they could go <laughs> three months without being charged. Three What is what kind of now? I will okay, I will say this vibranium, which, right? Well, she Vibra- first got them about. Like not three months. She first got them about a month ago for twenty five dollars, mind you. 
and she was looking up reviews and she was like, they're great earbuds. And I was like, okay, she uses them almost every day and they haven't been charged since a, like about a week ago, probably. So, I mean, they worked for a good three weeks without being charged and she uses them all the time, but just so happened that she was like, that I believed is, her. My AirPods do the same thing. I don't charge my, my AirPods don't. ever. I, I mean, mine are pretty new because my old ones finally died, but I, I rarely charge them anymore. Um, nevertheless, glad you have, um, you can hear me and, and we're back on track. Uh, I was going to swap over from Logan Paul to college football national championship, if you don't mind. It shouldn't take too long. Um, the biggest, how, it, the, it, it the biggest take, switch. It didn't take me long to watch the thing because I turned it off after like the for in the middle of the second quarter. Um, your thoughts on our best of the best teams going up against each other in college football, Georgia and TCU? How'd you like the game? I had a good time watching it. Uh, like I said, I really like TCU. Georgia is just at a at a different level. They are than everybody else. And I'm not saying that another team couldn't – like, I'm not saying that Georgia would have done that same thing to every team. Mm-hmm. But Georgia would have destroyed, I think, every team in college football. It just – probably not that bad. I think Georgia is, is that team. Like, Okay. Because even – like, who was it? So my- even Ohio State. Like they only won by one point because yeah. of the last second field goal. You remember that, right? Right. No, no, no the last State second got, missed field goal. The last second missed field goal by Ohio State. Right. And Ohio State got demolished by Michigan. TCU beat Michigan. Logic goes to dictate that those teams should be uh, pretty close to each other. You can't do the A beats B and B beats C, so C is going to beat A. That's Or C is going to lose to A. That's not how college football works, and you know it. No, obviously not, but uh, what I'm I saying think, I think is they call- not that they would have beat them, but mm-hmm. it seems like those like if this is comparable, if these if it was a good matchup and this was a good matchup, then obviously, like it's, they were all good matchups. Yeah, you would think. Um, I would say that you're you're partially right. Like Georgia, not that Georgia can destroy any team in the nation. That's not what. But Georgia, you could say Georgia can beat any team in the country, and you have a good chance of being right. There are very few other teams you could even say something close to that about, and those other teams probably are. Michigan, Ohio State, and Bama? Is that me being a homer, or do you agree? Like, those three teams, you could say they could beat any other team in the nation. They could have they have a legitimate shot at beating any other team in the nation, bar Georgia. Georgia's the one where you'd be like, ah, I'd probably bet on Georgia. Um, but those three have a good shot at beating each other and any other team they would face. TCU, I do not agree with that. They got they did, they put up a good show against Michigan. And they thought that Georgia was going to just, you know, not go off, I guess. I don't know. Georgia was ready. Georgia was ready for that game and destroyed They were it. ready, and they, they did what Georgia does. And so now, like I said, I was rooting for TCU because I think mm-hmm. everybody was. Uh, and 
their mascot is a frog. That's awesome. That's Corn amazing. Frog. Yeah, it, it's great. It's probably the best mascot in college football. Um, but aside from that, I think I don't. I don't remember where I was going with this. It's all good. Um, I think that Georgia winning back-to-back championships, first time to happen since 2011-2012 when Saban did it, is a big deal. Um, people are starting to say that uh, Georgia is the new Bama dynasty, right? Kirby Smart's going to take over. Uh, is that what you were going to say? Yeah, I want the three-peat because it's never been done. It's mm. never been done in college football history. I want the three-peat. It's not going to happen. There's no way. Um, I don't know. Georgia's good. They're about to lose a lot of seniors, but Kirby Smart, like Saban, I think is gonna is very good at despite losing seniors, gonna he's gonna lose seniors every year um to the draft. He's gonna lose juniors every year to the draft, he's gonna lose big names every year to the draft. That's looks it looks like Georgia's headed down that path that Bama's taken over the last decade. Um and Saban's always been able to reload, and I think Kirby Smart will be able to as well. Um so I think we're. I think it's going to be an interesting, interesting change to see if Saban can hold on. In my mind, that's the biggest storyline. They're both SEC teams, and Smart's kind of taken over as a dynasty. We thought Dabo Swinney. Could, it was the same conversation we had with Dabo Swinney, right? Right. Um, and, and Clemson could. Is Clemson the new dynasty? Well, Clemson won two, and then Clemson really couldn't hold on. Now. Um, they did. They had a pretty good showing this year. It just wasn't a great showing. And if they can get a good quarter, they're one good player away from being right back in it. Um, right. But we really never saw Saban fall off for two or three years like that, not having those big names that Davis Winnie currently doesn't have. Now, he didn't win it for several years, but he didn't have those big – he always had those big names even when they didn't win it. So it's going to be interesting. Can Kirby Smart hold on? Is this going to be a new dynasty? And And – my answer is yes. My answer is we're about to watch for the next six to eight years while Saban's still coach. We're about to watch Saban versus Smart a lot in college football playoff contention, in rankings, and in SEC championships. Oh yeah, I'm a. I mean, I'm a big fan of Georgia. And, you know how their how their team is put together. How you know how Kirby Smart coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I always tend to root for the underdog anyways. That's why you're rooting for TCU. I, I mean, I know people want to see TCU win. I kind of wanted to see TCU at least put up a fight. What I did not want to see was the largest margin of victory in a national championship game ever and the most points scored in a national championship game ever. And Okay, here's my question. Get a question for you. Stetson Bennett, where mm-hmm. does he fall in the draft? Oh, he- He's going like fourth round. Fourth? Okay. I was going to say second, but fourth seems traumatic. Uh, (laughs) But after last year's QB draft, the way they let him fall, like maybe. Um, I'll say this. Quarterback, this quarterback draft for the NFL is not strong. I know this because I'm constantly watching it as a Colts fan. It's not. It's not that strong. Next year's is going to be strong. But I thought you loved CJ Stroud. Listen, I can deal. He's so with much better anybody. than Bryce Young. He is not so much better than That's Bryce Young. I think I would take it. I think I would take either of them. <clears throat> I you think always... they both have uh, have qualities 
that you like and dislike? Well, previously you have hated on Bryce Young a lot. So um, not that I think he's he's the next Tom Brady or, or Peyton Manning, but to the, <laughs> Kyler Murray. He's actually more interest. He's actually more interesting to me than Kyler or Lamar because he can scramble, but he doesn't. It's I'm gonna stop talking about Bryce Young because this is not a Bama podcast, and and I know you want to root for the Badgers who can't even put together a winning season. I don't think. Do they have a winning season this year? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Wait, did they? No, absolutely. I don't, I don't not. think so. Um the the Colts are an interesting story. There's a lot of. Uh, names being thought out for the head coaching job of the Colts, for the head coaching job of the Texans and the Broncos as well. I feel like there's another vacant head coaching job I'm not remembering, but I oh the Panthers, the Panthers. Um, so I think I saw are, an article of somebody that's being interviewed for the Colts this morning. If I can pull it up, well, there's a lot of names being thrown out. Um, and I was looking – I mean, I couldn't even – I would go back through Twitter and try to find them for you, but there were so many names being thrown out for all these different four head coaching jobs. A lot of OCs from around the league. The OC and DC from the Eagles is being talked to for, by every team pretty much. Harbaugh's being – Jim Harbaugh at Michigan is being talked to by basically every team. The D, the defensive coordinator um, for the 49ers is being talked to. Um, Dan Quinn, um, defensive coordinator for the Cowboys, being talked to by the Broncos. And those are the ones I can think of off the top of my head. Um, so I don't know how to say this. Ihiro Evro, current Broncos defensive coordinator, is oh, being requested for a head coaching interview in Indianapolis. I saw that. It would actually not be a bad pick. Um, my thing is the Colts did not struggle on defense. They struggled on offense. So you feel like you would want to get a good offensively-minded guy in there. But you bring in this guy's head coach, maybe he gets a good OC, right? Because y'all fired your OC, correct? I'm like 99% uh, sure you did. Um, I, I know. I'll, I'll, I'll verify that. But so you get a good all, a defensive-minded guy because you got a young defensive core over there, right? Young-ish, and so, yeah. Yeah, and, and they were good last year and this year. And so, yeah, um, they fired him midseason. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, about. yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I remember that. Um, as well as firing, you know, of course, Frank Reich, bringing Frank in Reich's, Jeff Saturday. Reich's being interviewed by the Panthers. Jeff Saturday is an interesting one because apparently Ursay's like giving him a legitimate shot to interview for the job, even though he went one and seven. Don't really know what that's about. Matt Ryan says he's not going to retire. Don't know what the deal is going to be at QB for them there. I know you want to draft. I know you want to draft a QB, but you would think drafting maybe some O-linemen to help out uh, your O-line a little bit, which was good last year. One of the best in the league, especially at running. I know Jonathan Taylor was injured a lot this year. That impacts it all. You get, you get a lot of things to figure out there. Meanwhile, I think my Falcons are sitting that we're going to win more than six games next year. So that's, and if Tom Brady leaves the Buccaneers, then we could win the South. So that's all I'm hoping for. But yeah, I'm, we're not winning the South anytime soon. We're not winning the AFC South. No, especially if the Jaguars continue this. Okay, I got a good question as we transition into into playoffs. Um, since we're talking about AFC South, I got three names that come to mind for Coach of the Year. Right, Nick Sirianni, Eagles; Brian Dable, Giants. 
and Doug Peterson Jaguars. Who do you think should win it? Uh, I think Nick Sirianni. Okay. That's, I, mean, that's, I, like, that's I like the Eagles so much this year, especially coming up from like, how did they do last year? Doesn't, they I were, don't remember they were them mid. being very good. They were mid. So. So, like, bringing them up from being just okay to, I mean, the best team in the league this year, maybe, like, in contention with the Chiefs. They were nine and eight last year um, and lost in the wild card to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We know the Jaguars were bottom of the barrel last year. Um, second, they were second, right? Because first was the Lions who drafted Aiden Hutchinson. Right. That's right. Because the Jaguars last week beat the Colts and knocked them out of playoff contention. Oh. And so, but Doug Peterson, that's a major swing. Going from like winning two games to you get higher and now you're winning and you're in the playoffs, you win the AFC South, which we know the South on both sides of the league this year was really a dumpster fire. But you you win a division. That's hard to do. Um and so I also think Dayball did the same thing. Dayball took the Giants from barely winning any games to being effective. Um and so you think Nick Sirianni, I think Nick Sirianni is a really good case, and so I'm not going to buck you on that too much. Um, I do want to do something, if you don't mind, I want to just call all the wild card games. I don't want to get into, like, filling out an entire bracket because we have to fill out another entire bracket after this. Um, right. But you want to just call the wild card games? Yeah, I got that. Okay. I'm good with Jaguars, Chargers. I got the Jags here. Okay. Um, I was – I'll go – look, I'm going to write down – again, we, we forget to write these things down. And then I'm like, I don't know who did better. All right. So, you said Jags. I think I'm – it's in Los Angeles, but the defense of the of Los Angeles – I'm going to go Jags. I think the Jags pull off an upset here. I know that they're ranked higher because they won the division, but I think the Chargers are the favorite. Um, and I, I, I'm going to call the upset with you. Bengals-Ravens. Uh, I got Bengals. I do too. Um, even if Lamar Jackson plays, which is lining up that he probably will, I still think the Bengals win. Right. Bills, Dolphins. Bills for sure. Bills for sure. And I'll tell you why. I, I was telling my friend this. I called Bills Eagles Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. I felt like that was the way to go, especially after they got A.J. Brown and um, Gardner Johnson and they got all these people <laughs> over at in the Eagles. I was like, right. this is the team in the NFC. And so I'm still going to go Bills-Eagles championship Super Bowl, Bills-Eagles Super Bowl, even though there's some other good contenders in the Bengals and the Chiefs um, and the 49ers. But I'm still going my Bills-Eagles Super Bowl. See, this reminds me of uh, – like it It reminds me of the Cardinals team that was undefeated for, for a while last year, except – the Eagles kept winning. Yeah, they and did. The Cardinals fell off. Mm-hmm. The, I remember. Oh, the that's Cardinals the other head coaching being, job. Uh, that's the other Cliff, head coaching job. Cliff Kingsbury was fired. I knew there was another oh, one. Yeah. Five. Yep. Yeah. So I, I remember them being undefeated for so long, and everybody was like, they might be the first undefeated team or the, the mm-hmm. next undefeated team, but they fell off quick. The Eagles kept winning. And and I think the Eagles have a good chance, especially with Jalen Hurts being back. Like, 
that team is so dominant on both sides of the ball that it's so not fair. Um, well, speaking of the NFC, let's move to the NFC wild card games. Um, four or five matchup, Buccaneers, Cowboys. We've watched this matchup several times over the last uh, two or three years. It's been a big game. It's been the start of the year twice. First game of the seat. And uh, no. I think the Cowboys finally get their playoff win. I'm, I'm going go Buccaneers. Yeah. I knew you wanted to go Buccaneers. you got to believe in Tom Brady and possibly his last year. Definitely yeah. his last year as a buck, probably. <clears throat> Apparently, <laughs> I, I read something – or my girlfriend was reading me something the other day about like they they got some like some voodoo girl to like read bones and stuff. What? Yeah, and and she like predicted a like successfully predicted a few of the playoff teams or something like that. Not saying that that's ever like real or anything like I, that. I could have successfully but, predicted a few of the playoff teams. I, I forget what exactly she did, but it was something that that looked impressive. Mm-hmm. And I, she said, "Don't count Tom Brady out." And oh, all, like, so you're gonna go Tom? Okay, is this the same website where the earbuds that never need to be charged and they just like yeah, charge them? <laughs> the same, the same thing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna one. go I need to Stop trusting my girlfriend. I think I didn't say that. I. I I'm going to go Cowboys. I think they get their first playoff win. Um, and so da, 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 you went Bucks. You believe in Tom Brady. I don't. I mean, I believe in Tom Brady too, but I just think the Cowboys are going to get it. Um, Vikings-Giants is the next matchup. Uh, does a playoff game count as prime time? Because I think, uh, I think I they're think... taking Giants here. You're taking the Giants? Yep. Wow. Okay, I'll, I it's not a it's not like a, a hot take, but it it's the Vikings have been good all year. Um, Justin Jefferson most receptions and most receiving yards in the league. Dalvin Cook's great. Defense has been great. Kirk Cousins has been pretty good. To be fair, got T.J. Hawkinson now. Um, but I like Brian Dable. I don't like Daniel Jones. I like that Giants defense. Um, I'll Danny Don. Oh, it's it's in Minnesota, Minneapolis. Okay, I'm gonna. I'll let you know in a second. Forty Nine ers Seahawks. Forty Nine ers. Hundo P. It's another one where like, I okay. I can't go Giants and Seahawks. I think Seahawks are like actually underrated. Um. Uh, but I like 49ers. I like Jimmy D. I'm going to go 49ers as well. And so in, in the spirit of that, um, with me having picked literally no upsets, oh, I guess I beat the Cowboys over the Buccaneers. And if you want to count the Jaguars over the Chargers, an upset. But I'm going to go Giants. Um, actually put a little bit of madness in a wild card weekend. I have a question. And, right. Uh, because, I, because I made my call um, this early, I'm I just curious – who do you think is uh, Super Bowl bound? Who's your Super Bowl matchup right now? Hmm. It, I mean, it's going to be hard to argue against the Bills-Eagles Super Bowl. I, I think the Bills 
I've said this for, for a long time. Bill's the most solid team in the NFL. They're just, I mean, they're solid. You can expect a, a level of performance from them, and they're good. Um, this year, I think they're really good. I don't think they're going to let up. And I think they'll make it to the Super Bowl. The other team, I just have a feeling that the Eagles are going to get beat by somebody. They're going to get upset somewhere along the road. I have a feeling they're going to get upset. Who is it? Man. Bill's Buccaneers. Wow. I don't believe in that call at all. Um, so let's uh, – anything else NFL-wise? I mean, I don't I, – I, I, don't, I don't have anything else. Yeah, no, I think I'm – I think I'm good on that. Okay. Um, so I think we should do the brackets uh for today do you want to set up the bracket for our listeners set up the bracket the bracket is greatest inventions of all time great setup appreciate all the build-up um just kind of looking at what like the most influential things in history that kind of deal world changing inventions well i want to say World-changing inventions for the better. Um, obviously, on this, there could have been the, the atomic bomb, um, which absolutely was a world-changing invention. Probably, you know, if we're going to talk about it, the most world-changing invention, because you, you know, now that's, that's all the right. So... We are focusing on things that we think helped a lot, mainly. I mean, I'm looking at some of them. Some of them, maybe one of them didn't help so much. But uh, you'll kind of get the gist. I think there'll be a lot more argument on this. So we only have 16 things. Um, we are not looking at discoveries, despite that being the majority of what um, came to our minds when we were doing this. Like electricity, not came to our fire. minds. But other people were like, electricity, fire. And it's like, no, you just discovered those things that you didn't invent those things. Um, so I cannot share my screen with you this time, Barrett, um, on my phone. So we are going to have to, uh, you're going to have to just listen up. You ready? Ready. Number one versus the number 16 seated. These are seated fairly well, but they're also all really good. We're going to go to light bulb versus the clock. Wow. I mean, all of these, I think, are going to be a tough matchup. I, I like, you know, I like the light bulb. However. I like the light bulb, too. Good, good bit of alternative for the light bulb. Uh, candles, lamps, uh, fire. In general, alternatives for the clock are very. Uh, I mean, the sun. Yeah, the sun. Um, but if we're talking about, like, we're not talking about digital or analog clock. We're talking about clocks. So, so far as so like the sundial, sundial as count? well. That counts as a clock? Okay. I mean, is it not uh, just a clock? I would, 
I wouldn't classify sundial under clock. It's under a completely different name. But it nevertheless, I still, I mean, I think that as far as like, you know, we talked about earlier, um, the move from flights being canceled at 530 and coming back at 850, it's costing him uh, two hours and 49 minutes of flight. Like the way that everything is so scheduled out and down to these certain minutes, like that is big. Um, that is helpful due to clock. That is the way the world moves. But I would also argue light bulbs are pretty big. But like you said, I mean, we can live in darkness, number one, and we can all, you know, go to bed when it's nighttime, but also candles, lamps, and, and fire. So, which I would argue candles and lamps both are created by fire. Right. So, um, I mean, light bulb, pretty game changing. Clock's also pretty game changing. This is a hard one, man. I didn't realize it was going to be so difficult. Right. I'm going to go clock. I'll I'll do the upset with you. I'll go clock. First upset, first one taken off. When you think greatest inventions of all time, you think light bulb. And and it's been knocked off by the clock. Um, The next matchup is paper versus the combustion engine. This one's an easy one for me, but the more I think about yeah. it, it becomes less. I think that in my mind, the combustion engine is huge. Um, we think travel, we think shipping, um, we think manufacturing, so many things due to the internal combustion engine. Um, you know, the planes, cars, ships the movement of goods but the also along with that is the movement of information which i think paper plays a bigger role in the movement of information in this information age that's big now here's my thing the internal combustion engine is not yet played out is the is paper becoming played out i say that while i'm staring at my bookshelf because i love collecting books are we moving to this completely digital type world and paper was great for thousands of years but the bigger impact as far as growing exponentially was the combustion engine are we moving away from the combustion engine we got electric cars now yeah um i don't know if we're going to have electric uh freight liners or electric planes anytime soon um just because of the magnitude and the amount of cobalt we need to be able to do that but I, I would argue that as far as the advancement of the world, and then I'm, we're going to get to another one. We're going to get to printing press in a minute. I'm going to say printing press is super important. Um, I'm going to argue combustion engine. I'm going to argue paper would not be as vital without the printing press. And so therefore it is not the greatest invention, um, but the combustion engine has a play. All right. I can agree with that. All right. So next we have the wheel. We all love the wheel, right? Versus the telephone. I mean, again, the wheel is responsible for not only like we think about the cars and trains and all that, but in manufacturing, right? wheels turn gears things like that like 
inventing a round thing that can roll and, and be used for things like that, that is mind blowing. But the telephone has brought about, especially in that we know, like if we were talking about this a hundred years ago when telephone was relatively, you know, it was only 50 years old, less than that. Right. Um, and wasn't widespread. You would be like, Oh, the wheel, of course. But now think about what our telephones are. Think about the computer inside of each of our smartphones. Telephones have revolutionized this world in the last 20 years. Um, and without that invention, you may never see that. I, I think I would argue that the loss of the wheel in today's society would be so let's say a wizard appears in the sky and takes away all phones scary terrifying i can make it i'll send you a telegram however a wizard comes in the sky and takes out all the wheels for lack of a better word we're screwed i think you're right um, you race well. So, so when you said a race telephones, the only thing I think of is the amount of uh, accidents that would occur. The amount of like planes. You talk about planes being grounded because their servers were down. Think about if there were no telephones, you couldn't communicate that to people. People still flew. They didn't, weren't able to have the radio signals when they got closer. You see crashes. But then I think about their wheels on the bottom of a plane to help it land. And well, so, how, so. Is a telephone the same thing as a radio? No. Like, so okay. you can still radio in yeah. a plane. So, so, so if we if we were still on the radio system, yeah, you could have. Actually, this is my point, but I just feel I, I'm I'm agreeing with you. I'm gonna agree with you. Wheel can beat telephone. Sorry, Alexander Graham Bell. Knocked off. All right. Next, we're gonna have the car versus the plow now, i'm going to preface this with saying you were a little out on the plow when we first put it on the list but i was trying to think of something that was just super vital to the agricultural revolution which is able how we're able to feed this many people in the world um you know centuries later thousands of years later is because it first started with the agricultural revolution the plow is one of the big things being able to till dirt, to be able to grow more food, to be able to farm and stay in one place and not have to gather. I mean, the plow is one of the reasons that we're not hunter-gatherers. Um, right. And then obviously you, you move from plows being used by hand to being drugged by cows to now being electric um, motor run by internal combustion engines, things like that. Um, right. But you got the car. Is the car... And I'll go ahead and say this. Is the car anything without the wheel? Well, let's talk alternatives to the car. Horses. Horses. uh, Trucks. (laughs) I don't think you can say trucks. You could say trains. You could say planes. You could say ships. Um, Alternative to the car. Um, Alternative to the plow? I don't know. Like getting down there with your hands and just digging it up to till the dirt. Uh, it would be just less food. That'd be the alternative. Um, and in the world we live in today, I don't think that's acceptable. I'd say plow is the bigger invention. Agree or disagree? Yeah. 
I'll go, I'll go plow. Next, we have the cotton gin versus the radio. Cotton gin, obviously huge in manufacturing clothes and a lot of textiles, goods. But the radio, we just talked about it. What, what would we do without? And when I'm saying radio, I don't think we're talking about turning on the, the, the tunes at dinner time, right? Going over there and turn, turning it on to right. 104.2 or something like that. Like we're talking. We're talking you, about radioing in planes, ships, the yes. police. The police and, and uh, it, emergencies, FEMA, all these type of things. So in my mind, this is actually one of the easier ones. As much as the cotton has gotten us um, and, and in the way it was able to speedily pro, uh, refine cotton, I still think the radio wins out. I agree. All right. Next one, we have a we have another um, kind of like cotton gin radio in my mind. Old versus new. We have the compass versus the internet. Man, it's hard to beat the compass, man. But I mean, we are the encompassing podcast. Our logo is a compass, and there's a good reason for that. It's because there was a little right. compass back when we were kids, right? Right. That we've yet to tell that story, but we'll tell it one day. The compass is so navigation, travel, talking about part of like your GPS uses a compass. Like those are all considered compasses. Um, and not and like even if we, even if we had GPS, it like you need a compass for the G. If we hadn't have had a compass, we wouldn't have had gps yeah i mean you'd have satellite tracking that's something that goes off compass tells what direction you're looking what direction you're turning helps you reroute um but the internet you don't have gps it has to connect to satellites and such um i i think you know al gore invented the internet i told you about al gore right right al gore did not invent the internet barrett but i do believe the internet is at, at this point in time I can hardly say that we, it's not that without the compass, we would not have the world we have today. That is very much true. But without the internet, we also would not have the world that we have today. And I would say the internet is bigger. Agree or disagree? I, I'm going to have to disagree. People survived years, centuries without okay. the internet. Yes. People survived years and centuries without a compass either, didn't they? So it's not, I mean, you can survive without both. You can survive without both, which what do, all right, you, you want to hear a funny story? I'm going to pause real quick. Um, not pause the bracket. I'm still talking to you and everyone listening. I have this bird. Did I told you about my bird? There's this bird that likes to sit on the shed right outside my window and come up and peck at it. Um, it, disappe- it disappears for like months at a time. I went the month the before the November it was never I nowhere to be seen. Christmas time never saw it. A week ago, it pops back up. Now it's back here and it's pecking at my window again. It just you know sits it's on the shed. Actually, you know it's insane. I, you can't see my face right now, but I made like a, a surprised face because just about like two and a half minutes ago, a bird came and landed on my window and was just looking at. 
the, this one is the same. I think this is the same bird. At least it's the same type of bird. It's a blue bird. And it likes to just sit there and peck a few times and fly away. Oh, there it is again. So, anyways, I had to stop and say that. Um, I, you could survive without the internet and you could survive without the compass. Um, the compass changed the world dramatically. The internet changed the world dramatically. Which one do I think caused more growth? I'm going to say the internet caused more growth. You can even, it, it, yeah, that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say the internet caused more growth. All right, I'll go with the internet. I mean, the inter- at this point in time, we, we attribute a lot of that exponential growth of society to the internet, of civilization to the internet. Um, next, this will be a good one. Optical lenses, um, you know, microscopes, telescopes, glasses, all the, all the above, contacts, versus gunpowder. I think you could fight a war with swords. Microscopes, especially microscopes, have changed our, our science, have changed telescopes yeah. as well i mean yeah i i don't think you beat optical lens on here um cameras i would imagine have some I mean yeah i'll go optical lens i think i think you're right i almost did gunpowder all right last one i think uh a more difficult one than it looks printing press versus antibiotics so the printing I'll press. <laughs> Go ahead. Before antibiotics, when you got sick, something, something, you know, biological, you just kind of died. You were like, yeah, all you, right. You just you died. It was over. People died um, of UTIs. Antibiotics have completely changed the way we think about medicine. Um, I think sometimes to it, it's gone so far that people take antibiotics for everything when they maybe shouldn't, but Printing press, being able to, I mean, it's as its usefulness going away, maybe a little bit because of the digital age, but books, information, allowing the common man to have the chance to read. I mean, talk about literacy levels, that all was possible because of the printing press, Johannes Gutenberg. So I'm going printing press despite antibiotics, major change in medicine, unless you have something. Now, I can really agree with sense. printing press. Uh, okay. So we're looking at the clock versus the combustion engine. I'm regretting not putting light bulb in. I feel like light bulb could beat clock the more I think about it. But clock versus combustion engine, you want to go clock, don't you? I do want to go clock. I, I can feel it radiating through the phone. Uh, I, com, combustion engine, I think, uh, I mean, that that is responsible for manufacturing and travel and the spread of information, the shortening of our globe, the reason that we're able to go to places like Europe from here in, in the United States is because of the combustion engine um, without having to do a two or three week journey. I realized they used to make the travel without the combustion engine. I'm aware of that. Um, and, and I still don't count sundial as a clock. So I am I am wanting to go combustion engine. I, I just think everything, everything is time. You go into work at seven o'clock. 
o'clock. How, how did you get to work? How did you get to work? Bro, I can bike to work. <laughs> no, you cannot. One, you would have to have a job if you want to bike to work. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think, like, <laughs> despite you not having a job, like, I think that the time, like, you could say, you know, show up a little after sunrise. People did that for so long. Even after clocks, people still did that. You know, you start work at sunrise um, because before you had, you know, widespread electricity and you would have things lit up and stuff like that at dark, which is why the light bulb should be here over the clock. Um, I'm going to say combustion engine. Are you really dead set on clock? We can come back to it. This will be our one one return if you want. Well, okay, I'll have to I'll have to come back to it. Okay. Um, the wheel versus the plow. Wheel, 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 I mean, wheel. Is, I have a question. Is it worth doing the rest of the bracket if the wheel is going to win? I mean, you can't reinvent the wheel. <laughs> they don't say you can't reinvent the plow. We. This might be the first time where I'm like, can we put the wheel and the runner up in the – champions because the wheel is so dominant um radio versus the internet uh i would i would say man okay this is harder than i than i once thought i would think radio is more applicable to just everyday life internet we could do without but as far as the information age goes the reason we have all this information and knowledge is because of the internet. Books the also play a big role in information before even the internet was a thing. Yes, but in the information age, being the last 40, 50 years, um, the internet of the is, is played the biggest role. That's why it's the boom of information. Um, I would say, I would, I would agree, radio. If, if you're okay with that. Yeah, I would say the internet almost has done a lot of harm as well as good. Well, I could say the wheels done a lot of harm. Tanks, military planes. That um, one girl that got hit by a wheel at the NASCAR race. Yeah, that, that specific wheel that did some damage. Um, like, I would have to imagine that someone's been, like, medieval torture. They ran a stone wheel over their body. So I think um, I would rather have a stone wheel ran over me than listen to a TikTok kid. So checkmate. How, how long would you listen to a TikTok kid though? What? Until you how long would you how long all right? I'm I'm for one second over by, one second to listen to a TikTok kid versus ran over by a stone wheel. Yeah. I, I, you're making I can't stand TikTok kids. It doesn't matter. You're making a terrible decision. <laughs> Optical lenses versus the printing press. I think printing press. Ooh. I want to say printing press wins this. But optical lenses. Printing press wins. Yeah, I'm going to have to say printing press. Optical lenses is, is a good matchup, but. Um, some breaking news from Tom Palacero that came from Cameron Wolf. 
Tua is not going to play Sunday versus the Bills. Uh, Bills win easy, a hundred to zero. Um, yeah, we we saw them struggle last week against the Jets. It, it it's going to be a landslide. I thought I'd share that breaking news with you. Um, yeah, so we both picked the Bills. We both picked the Bills to be in the Super Bowl as well, right? Right. So, and now my phone's going to blow up as Adam Schefter posted and Ian Rappaport posted as well. So, back up at clock and combustion engine. The combustion engine. Uh, okay, I'll 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 say combustion engine. Isn't it? Is it? I I, I just okay clock, okay okay. Talk about, talk about. If I had just put engine on there, and we think of the steam engine and combustion engines contributions. Yeah, then I probably put engine. Okay, I'll change it to just read engine. Because you're right. Uh, I mean, the clock, if you want to count sundials, I should be able to count steam engines. So we'll go engines versus clocks, and I'm thinking engine still wins. Okay, we'll go engines. So our final four, we have, the in, we have engines versus wheels versus radio and the printing press. So um, engines also, uh, my brother tried to describe this to me. It had to do with outside for it being able to go on its own. But nevertheless, um, we're going to go radio versus printing press. Radio versus printing press. I think the printing press. I think it ekes it out. I think it does because you want to talk about information age as far as like the internet and how much information was passed. And we I mean, have the printing it, press. It, yeah. The printing we, press uh, did that. I mean, thousands of years not thousands, but like hundreds of years before. We'll go printing press. I'm okay with that over radio. I think radio definitely is a good contender. Now we have engines versus the wheel. What I would say is for a lot of engines, um, a, a wheel or a gear is a, is a component of those engines, isn't it? So you have to go wheel, right? Man, the wheel is just holding down this bracket and just just beating them i mean death. i want to go i want to go like america's got talent golden buzzer just like send the wheel through it, it should stop wiping out all this other talent along the way i mean the wheel wiped out the telephone the plow and now the an engine and who do you have wheel or printing press wheel or printing press i mean wheel it's the wheel oh it's sad uh, to say, but the wheel, I mean, this is the most convincingly a bracket has been won. Okay, I'll ask you, th- yes, I'll ask you this. I'll ask you this. Um, when we're thinking about uh, Sergeant, whatever his name was from last week, right? Sergeant the Stubby. Dog. Sergeant Stubby, thank you. We're thinking about salt and pepper, not the rap duo, the spices. When we're thinking about Pol Pot, when we're thinking about Wayne Gretzky, is there someone that the wheel doesn't demolish? So I propose this because in my mind, the wheel is going to destroy everyone. Um, I'm thinking that we send the wheel and the printing press through and give the wheel a one seed buy whenever we do a tournament of champions. 
if you're totally against it, we don't have to do it. I'm just thinking the wheel is so dominant that it literally – and was the wheel even an invention? Or did someone just find – it was a discovery. Did someone find a curved rock on the ground and start rolling it? And, and I'll say this. I think regardless of whether or not the wheel was on this bracket, I think the printing press would have made it to the end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you make a good point. Are things rolling really an invention or a discovery? (laughs) I mean, I'm assuming you have to carve, carve it and you have to put the holes in it and you have to piece it together with other parts, but... Everything is a wheel, if you think about it. <laughs> the world is a wheel, Barrett. I, it's just I think, rolling you, around in space. Wait, if if you want to make a distinction. Like, There's a difference in a ball and a wheel. Right. However, if you want to go really specific, doors. Doors are not doors, wheels. No, no, no. Doors are technically an invention. If you yeah. want to go specific, deal, doors are technically an invention. Therefore, I think doors would demolish this bracket too. So I think we put the, these things that are almost natural in, in humanity. I don't think we can send wheel through like this. I think we're going to have to send the printing press through. Okay, I'll accept that. I'll accept wheel being eliminated from contention. Um, it's funny. I was going to give it a, a, a first round buy and now I'm eliminating from your attention, but I'm okay with that. I like the argument. I think it makes sense. I think that we'll only get a little bit of, uh, retaliation from, from the audience about how we could not let wheel through, but it's, it's the printing press, right? We think printing press. Right. I, I, and, I think, and, I, and I'll say this, I want to because we've made this little discovery about the wheel here at the end. If, if you, I want to make sure the wheel, I mean, sorry, the printing press beats the telephone, the plow and engine, right? Yes. Okay. As long as it beats those, I'm okay. Printing press moves on, joins Pol Pot, Sergeant Stubby, Salt and Pepper, not the rap duo, the Spices and Wayne Gretzky. Was there any other thing I'm missing? That was it. I think that was it. Um, that should be five. So, yeah. Um, in our tournament champions, that is yet to be decided the four match, but we got to get to at least eight before that's really a big deal. So, uh, unless you have anything else, I'm excited to send you out on the rest of your week, and we will be back next week. You have anything else, Barrett? I think that's it. All right. We well, all have a great week, and we will see you next Thursday. See y'all. Yeah.